Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Greetings, listener dear. I'm Tom. I am Matthew, and welcome to another exciting episode of Pappy's Flat Share Beef Brothers Cold Cuts. And this one features the wonderful <laughs> Ed Jones. He's absolutely oh. great. Ed Jones, one of the stars of uh, Crybabies, uh, one of the best uh, sketch teams around at the moment. Saw them in Edinburgh last year. They're fantastic. He did some, uh, did an appearance in King Rodolfo, Kieran Dowd show. And he's fantastic. Nominated this so. uh, this last Edinburgh Festival. Uh, best, is that right? Were they probably for Best Newcomer? Uh, the one before. The one before. The one before that. Was, certainly, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is how out of the loop I am. I never leave, yeah. I ne- basically, I never leave Beckenham. <laughs> 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 he's very funny on Instagram, which is how I know him. And if you're not following him, he's definitely worth a follow. His videos are absolutely brilliant. Really, really funny. But yeah, uh, Ed is our guest. So yeah, just very quickly... Uh, there are tickets uh, available for the live stream. I guess you know like they're gonna, they'll just be available for for forever because it was we can just sell as many as we like. Um, so there are still tickets available for the live stream for the Christmas show. show for the show of the year. The show of the year, exactly. Yeah. So the, the live show is happening on December the eleventh. It's a Sunday afternoon. It starts at five thirty with the Beef Brothers Cold Cuts with James Acaster. Then after that, we've got a flat share slam down with uh, Lou Sanders and Athena Cablenu. It's going to be really, really good fun. It's at 21 Soho, oh. uh, a new venue to us. We've not been there before, but they, they seem really lovely. And yes. um, I'm excited. To, I'm excited to do it. I'm really champing at the bit now. We've not, again, crucially, we've not written any of it. But, uh, you know, trust us. It'll be good. There is a whiff of Advocar in the air. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, if you Find want to get way. yourself, uh, I mean, I would, because we had a lot of trouble buying it last year. I'd, I'd order in. I'd get on your Tesco delivery and uh, and order that avocar in early doors to make sure you've got some to watch it while you're watching it at home. Famously, there's a shortage of eggs in the country at the moment, so it could be problematic for That's us. Very true, actually. So yeah, yeah rationing so, eggs. I think. So Lord knows what's that going to do to the I, avocar I think industry. in terms of like important uses of eggs, I would say avocar is way down the list, right? I would say, you know... They're, they're, Any other month of the year, Matthew, I'd agree with you. But not in December, of course. But tis the season. Tis the season. In fact, if I found out that that's the reason why there's a shortage of eggs, I'd be absolutely delighted. You'd be proud. You'd be proud of that, wouldn't you? Yeah. And I think They'd quite- be like, look, you're only allowed one box of eggs per household because we're really cranking it up in the Advocar factory. I'd be like, <laughs> too right. Yeah. Tis the bloody season. We've got to have a proper Christmas this year, of course. So ticketex.co.uk is where to go to. There is a link in the show notes, or if you follow us on Twitter, uh, at Pappy's Tweet, if you're still doing Twitter. I mean, we haven't done Mastodon yet. I mean, come on. We're, it's just, we're, we're too old for that kind of caper now. Find us on Twitter, find us on Instagram. <laughs> there are links in, uh, in our, on, on those bits of social media. And yeah, a link in the show notes. And if you are a member of the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Pappy's Flatshare, then you can get uh, a pound off each ticket for the live stream that you buy. Although if you're a household, you really, you, want, you really only need to buy one. You don't need to buy yes. one for each person. Some people do. 
if they want to get you know if they're full of the christmas spirit or they just don't particularly get on with their housemates that's also fine but yeah one per household ought to do it oh we should say as well um no clarky for this episode but don't worry he is uh, he's he's doing very very well he was just he just couldn't be asked uh so um <laughs> he just didn't no you've got he's got a, he's actually we should we should say he just doesn't he's got a real beef with ed jones but listen, we we didn't we actually didn't we didn't mention that in the body of the episode because we didn't want to upset yeah. Ed. But you could tell when Ed logged onto the Zoom, you could see a look of relief come over his face, and he was like, "Yeah, oh, good." Well, he feels threatened, doesn't he? New kid on the block, and he just feels he feels a bit threatened, and yeah, understandably yeah. so. Understandably so. Um, right, uh, let's crack on with the episode. This is uh, oh. Beef Brothers Cold Cuts with Ed Jones. Enjoy it. Well, if you got a problem, don't call it a problem. If you got a problem. Righty-ho, let's get into this, shall we? Let's stop fucking around. Let's stop fucking around. Ed, Ed. do you know why you're here? <laughs> <laughs> this is you. Got, you got 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> you wish, about 90 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to get out in 30, mate. You've got to come for the rest of your evening plans. Basically, so, yeah, what we're on. here to do is, look, our, our listeners have got beefs. They've got problems with their flat share situations, with their the, their living arrangements. We're here to help them sort them out. You up for that task? Dream. Sounds good. Yeah. What's your living arrangement? What's your kind of setup? So I live above a chip shop, um, which is because everything in my life is going to plan. Um, (laughs) It's um, is that great or awful? Like, what are the what are the pros or what are the cons of life above the chippy? So when you first move in. You like you kind of get the Willy Wonka syndrome, and you think, "Oh, this is this is it for the rest of my life. We're going to be this best mates. Dream. I'm just going to have sus- free sausage and chips every single day, and we'll ju- yeah, I'll be there scooping scooping uh, kebabs no, up into into don't, paper. Don't fall into the deep fat fryer. Lumpa, <laughs> lumpa, just go just open or wrapped. Battered. Am I saying that right? Open or wrapped. Um, but yes, it quickly uh, it quickly soured. I reckon I'll I'll fill you in properly uh with when it gets to my beef territory because oh, oh, okay oh there's a lot to unravel there right a lot to unpack out the uh, out the newspaper <laughs> i'd say that so my problems would be my cons to the i, I guess would be the smell yeah yeah it, it's it an feels issue like the kind of smell that gets everywhere yeah it's quite a, an abrasive scent yeah <laughs> but the, i mean like the the pro slash con obviously is i would I would not trust myself living. You'd never cook a meal again, shop. would you, Tom? You wouldn't I, cook not, another meal. You just every night would be fish and chips. When I first moved to London, there was a fish and chip shop on the way from the tube to my house, and I would say it was three to four times a week. Oi. Problems. Deep set problems. Deep fried problems. And it'd never be intentional. It'd be like off to get back from work, out to gig, gig, back on the tube. Oh, I haven't eaten and I've had three pints, chips. Did they get to know you? Were you sort of familiar? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Problems. He's, I've got his name tattooed on my back. <laughs> problems. You'd walk into the walk into the shop, they'd pop a Savloy in. <laughs> in, in into the microwave, not into me. <laughs> well, well eventually, eventually into you. Eventually into you. Yeah. Were, were, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen, would you mind? Would you mind feeding it to me? <laughs> Imagine walk in and they just slip it straight into your gob. 
Eyes closed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, anywho, that that's yeah. It's kind of I I did I lived in a pub for a couple of years after after I left uni, and it was my best mate from school's pub, and it was very similar that Willy Wonka syndrome of going yeah. like, this is amazing, and then like four months later when you kind of had pork scratchings <laughs> every day and when you're mostly pork scratching at that point when you're from mostly the waist pork, yeah yeah then you realize you just want to go home i want my mom <laughs> i don't like living in a pub anymore <laughs> um, anyway right well yeah that's that's it and, and what about who do you live with do you live with do you live on your own do you live with housemates i live with a significant other Okay. Um, it's just the two of us in our little chip chip haven that we've that we've made for ourselves here. And how um, are they uh, in terms of uh, like chip based restraint? Oh, they're like um, they're a saint. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's my my partner. She never. Yeah, well, she's she's probably got the biggest beef of of them all with the guys downstairs. It's like right. a, a real a real on running soap opera that we've that we've got going on. Um, but yeah, it's like the it's 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 really it's it's all conquering like the the once once you get the the chippy waft once it starts to come through it gets into the walls it gets into yeah. your clothes it's it's yeah. deep. deep in your marrow isn't it yeah my, yeah my brother for a short while worked at mcdonald's and the uniform my you know this is back when we were all living at home my parents could never get his uniform clean to, oh, the, yeah, yeah. to the to the clean standard that my mother demanded, like Lady Macbeth, yeah, <laughs> out damn grease Mac. pot, yeah, <laughs> out grease pot works better. Yeah. Thanks, mate. <laughs> I'm, I'm up for out Big Mac. <laughs> We're workshopping. We're workshopping here. Out Big Mac. Is this a large fries I see before me? We can keep working it through. We'll we'll, we'll eventually. If anyone wants to suggest their own uh, McDonald's Mac. Beth related, uh, you know, it, it writes itself, really, isn't it? Brother, sorting out your beef. Shall we try and solve some other people's beefs? Let's, let's do try, it. Let's 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 we start must. off. We si- if, we simply must. In fact, let's let's start. Tom, do you want to read James's beef? Now it's not just one; it's three beefs. So it's a, a lot to beef. sink our. T- it's a triple beef here to sink our teeth into. Wow. Okay. Here we go. Triple B from James via beefbrotherspodcast at gmail.com. Get in touch and Please use do. email. It's a great, effective way to get in touch. Hello, podcast <laughs> provider dears and esteemed guest. Me and my partner, Brackett's housemate, get on quite well. But there are a couple of small things she does that I find strange. And as long as Matthew doesn't blame it all on me and say I'm a bad person, I'm happy to share them with you. Can I, by the way, this really, you know, like, <laughs> I didn't realise I'd do this. Yeah. We've had a few well, messages. We've had a few <laughs> messages in where they're yeah. like, listen, I send this in with some trepidation because what I, f- I feel is going to happen is that Matthew is going to read it and go, well, the problem's you, mate. The problem's you. <laughs> so, I'm, I, you know, I, I take that as a written warning, right? I've, right. I take that as a, as a, as a written warning. I've yeah. already had Because uh, we did, we had a we had a small intervention about a year ago, but it feels like it might have crept back in. Yeah. Which episode was it? It was, who, who was it? Oh, it was Janine Haruni. Uh, Janine Haruni and I went in hard and, um, yeah, and a few people came up to me afterwards and said, that was too much. Well, if you don't, <laughs> if you, if you don't, who will? Exactly. If not now, when? Somebody, you know, I've practiced tough Just love Just Haruni. <laughs> yeah. If Janine goes, you've got to back her up, do you know what I mean? You can't leave, you can't exactly. leave a man out there on her own. 
She's um, a tough right. New York broad, you know. You've got it, you know, you can't... <laughs> Do you can't think just... you're a tough New York broad? Do you understand? <laughs> <laughs> right. Anyway, listen. So, so James, I, I, I take that on board. Yeah, I'm yes, ready to yes. be as nice as possible. Yeah. Okay, I really am. I mean, weirdly, that that beef that you got—it was about jaywalking on the sidewalk, I believe. <laughs> it was, yeah. yeah. Too I much pastrami and just myself. bang on the front of the taxi, the yellow taxi, and scream, "I'm walking here! I'm walking here! Problem solved! What's wrong with you?" <laughs> Did you? I've heard an interview of Dustin Hoffman. Like I know that was like it was like famously unscripted that line, and That's it was right, a genuine yeah. incident. Yeah, and he says what he what he was about to say was we're filming here, but realised the cameras were still rolling, so at the last minute changed it to I'm walking here. I'm but walking he said here, like his here. brain was going we're filming here, and he just changed the words at the last minute, and the energy was. I'm walking here, but he was about to say I'm filming here. It, that's the, that's happened in a few, because you know uh, we're going to need a b- bigger boat was improvised. Yeah. He actually yeah. said we're going to need a bigger camera to film this yeah. massive fake Amazing. shark. Yeah. Uh, but then he, that's the last second he was yeah. like, no, because they're filming me. I should say something that fits in with the with the uh, the reality of the film. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's looking at you, kid, was originally, he's pointing a camera at you, kid, and saying action. And he just changed it at the last minute. Right you know that bit minute. in, um, there's that bit in Ocean's Eleven where, Brad Pitt turns to George Clooney and he says, "You want to take down the Bellagio?" And yeah. that what that was actually scripted. That was word for that word was, what yeah, they yeah, written. Yeah. But that's well, the thing about Pitt. He's a know, real pro. You give him a script, he learns it. He shows up on time. He says the words in a nice loud voice, and that's that's why he earns what he does. Yeah. Exactly. But, but weirdly, he didn't think he was being filmed. <laughs> he they never told know. him. He doesn't. Brad know never an, knows. He doesn't know he's an actor. <laughs> he, he just thinks people feed him things to say, and that's cool. Yeah. What a life. No one's going to tell him. It'd be be weird at this stage to tell him. Right. What's James got to say for himself, the wonderful man? Well, he's got three things to unpack here. Okay. I'm interested to see what order he's unpacking them, whether he's saving the big one. Like if B3 is like, she cheats on me. (laughs) 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 Or or whether he's going to stick with the big one. Let's see. B1. (laughs) When washing up, my girlfriend decides to put the knives point down into the oh, wire drainer, no. which kind of blunts the knives a bit. Yep. She also complains that I look like a serial killer when I do decide to sharpen them. I have them pointed up to drain, but she thinks someone will injure themselves like this. Can you tell me who is right? Now, are we are we doing these as we go? Let's, we let's, gonna... Yeah, I tell you what, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's take each one as, as they come. I think that's the best way to do it, right? Okay, yeah. 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 Well, Ed, where do you stand? Well, do, do you, you want to you hear something interesting? Of course, man. <laughs> I go cutlery up, so your knives and your forks, are, are, they're, they're raising the roof. Yeah. But the proper kitchen knives down for the very same concern. I don't want me or, or the significant other to, um, to end up, you know, with a yeah, kind of... Spearing uh, yourself, yeah. Yeah, Santa oh. Claus in hot fuzz situation. Um, yeah. Okay. And now, now you're going to tell us the interesting thing, right? <laughs> oh, <dear. laughs> There's a real slam there. Sorry, sorry. sorry. It's because I, I can't turn on James. I had to turn on Ed instead. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, Ed. That was unfair. Um, I too, normal cutlery pointed up, but I have a tray that goes horizontally. So the kitchen knives, I lie flat. That's the, the top solution. Of the dishwasher. Yeah, that's nice. So that's that's the sharp, literally the middle man. The sharp it? Yeah. knives get their own, but they're laid flat. Yeah, a blankety bed. Anyone. Yeah, a blankety bed for your knives. Like the yeah. broad beans. <laughs> um, don't yes. 
Ed Crosby cooks broad beans in the dishwasher. We should. <laughs> I could call my food in the dishwasher. Don't go round his house for dinner. Have you seen that? It's a show on the Learning Channel about people who save money. Like it's like people who save money to a freakish degree. Yeah. And one of the things is cooking a lasagna in the dishwasher. <laughs> so you do, you Fuck put all your off. dishes in. I know it's genuinely. <laughs> this is what off. they do because it gets to such a temperature you can do it. So they they, they get the, the lasagna. They make the lasagna in the sort of the, the Pyrex dish and they wrap it really tightly with foil. They wrap right? it in seventy pounds worth of foil. Yeah, this is the thing. They're wasting. I mean, gold. I mean, if you think they're not reusing the foil, you're a fool to yourself, Tom. They're reusing that foil. There was another bit where a guy reckons he can get like up to. 20 ish uses out of a kitchen towel. So when he uses oh, a single it, sheet, single sheet, when he, he's got a kitchen, he's got like a, 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 a washing line across his kitchen, which he'll then hang up the used kitchen towels, let them dry out and use them again. Come on, man. You got, you, know? you got to have some sex, man. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to do it. Everyone's doing it. That's the most depressing thing I've ever heard in my He life. also, this is, the, this is another mad feature. This, 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 the, the same guy, not the, not the person who was cooking in the dishwasher. The same yeah. guy uh, freezes his credit cards, like physically puts them in blocks of ice. So he puts them in water, puts them in the freezer. So when he has to use his credit card, he really has to really want to use his credit card. <laughs> he has to put a hammer to the ice. <laughs> He's just got a problem. He's, yeah. Oh yeah, no, he's got, I think, one problem, yeah. yeah. He he's clearly just did it, did it once by accident and then was like, oh no, it's because I, when I need to use it, it's yeah. so I really know that I want to use it, obviously. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I, I think that what we, what we try and do in our house, but we don't always do, is dry the dry the sharp knives immediately and they go straight back in the block. That's Tries the kind go. of, that's the kind of house rule, but only for or the sharp knives. Freeze them. <laughs> yeah. So I really, really want to cut that. Really want to use. Really want to cut it. If you can't use the, your teeth, you know what's the point? Um, yeah. I. Um, but but I think yeah. I think your solution is an is a beautiful halfway house, Tom. Lie them straight. Yeah. Lie them straight. Damn straight. But uh, ultimately, that I know that like the party line is, don't put them. I mean, like that's what we've all been told, right? Don't yeah. put them down. But I don't really know why. It can't yeah. blunt them, can it? I think it, could, it can it can um, it can probably bend the ends of them, right? If you really yeah. put them down hard, <laughs> slam them down <laughs> in between your fingers. Yeah, oh, side them in. <laughs> but I, I think, think I, I also like isn't isn't a dishwasher supposed to blunt them as well? Right, dishwashers yeah. are supposed to blunt. The them. real answer is you shouldn't put your sharp knives in the dishwasher. Yeah, but yeah that's not there's what too saying. much lasagna in there. That's not what you, <laughs> he's not saying. Put them in the dishwasher. He's just saying put them in the draining. In the draining board, on the draining board, right? He's hand Fair. washing. Oh them. yeah, yeah. yeah. Put them down but, the I think he's well within his rights to to sharpen them. I think, oh, yeah. as weird as you look, you've got to do it. You get an extra ten years out of a knife by. I by think sharpening you just them. you just need to stop eyeballing her when you sharpen them. Yeah, and you want to be looking at the knife just from a from a. I'm, I'm going to say it, guys. When you sharpen your knives, look at your knives. That's yeah. just you've always the way said I live that, my life. You've yeah. always, that's your catchphrase, isn't it? <laughs> so it's not quite out out, but it, you know. No, it's 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 getting there. Out out damn grease spot. <laughs> are we still on that game? Still on that part of game? Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I think I think yeah, I think absolutely. Uh, you're, you're absolutely right, Tom. A compromise. So in, in which case, that's fine. Neither of them are right. Yep. You know, but we've got a solution for you, James. I hope you're hope you're happy so with that I, one. Yeah. Let's, let's 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 do another beef too. Beef two. She likes to vacuum. 
Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's more. Beef too, she likes to vacuum, which is very kind of her to do it all. But when she is done... Oh, fuck me. This is my wife's trick. Oh, God. When she is done, she will leave the vacuum in whatever room she was last in. We have Ooh. a cupboard where the vacuum lives, and the lead is just laying on the floor or very badly wrapped around the vacuum, not on the specific lead wrapping part. Yeah. Eek. Yeah. Right. My, yeah, my wife has exactly the same policy, which is you get trapped because, A, she's vacuumed, so thank you so much for vacuuming. I don't yeah. seem ungrateful, but she has literally put stopped vacuuming and walked away. <laughs> Floated like fucking, off into like, the sky. Like, like but she, yeah, she's been, she's been sent up. She's, My unresolved business. <laughs> so, so it's just like put down and walk off. And so you want to be like, you real like feel like a real dick for going like, I think like yeah, you've done that, but now do this. Yeah, but it is it, it is it is infuriating. Can can I ask a question here? Why do like why why do you not? And this is to, to both you and to James. Why do you not kind of reframe in your mind that this is a job share? She does the worst bit of it, which is the big bit of it. And you do the other bit of it. There are jobs yeah. in the house that only I do, right? There are jobs in the house that only my wife does. That's just the way it is. And I feel like there is a way around this where you go, oh, I'm the guy who puts away the the, the vacuum cleaner. Because I've, that and is, I, I think that's I'm, that's exactly I'm, I very rarely how get I live my life, Matthew. That's exactly how I live my life. <laughs> yeah. A mental job share. Just I'm go, the guy who puts the vacuum cleaner away. I've got one up on James because I've got a lead retracting button, which makes oh, me nice. like the fucking man. Do you know what, I mean? what are you working with, mate? What are you working with nowadays, vacuum wise? It's a Dyson. Nice. Oh, I. Oh, I. <laughs> and I'm, uh, I'm loath to tell you more because I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> But it's it's a, it's one of those Dyson boys. It does the job. Is it? And it's a plug. Of course, it's a plug-in because it's got a it's got a lead. Yeah. I, I you, hate to say it. I'm uh, I'm working without. I'm working wireless these days. Oh, uh, are, are you? Are you? Because Clark, he's a big exponent of this. Is it one of those ones that sticks on the wall? That's very trendy. No, I didn't. I thought I thought the kind of wall holster is maybe a bit too like gunslinging. I think I get a bit too much <laughs> satisfaction from just like whacking it round my finger and then. Clanking it back onto the wall. Um, yeah. No, it's just uh, it's and it, and it like it folds down on itself like a kind of like a robot being decommissioned, and nice. it's great. And you boys, you hardly notice it. You hardly it, it's it's like it's not even there. So it like it's like it does a bow to you after it's done its job. Essentially, yes, yeah. It's that's that's like, how I like to think. <laughs> is like it a shark? Namaste. Is it it a is shark? a shark. It's a, it's a sweet shark. Yeah. There you go. Clarky talks about a shark a lot as well. I think it, there is like it's like almost like a cult. Like once you're in, he's you're one in. of us. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 And also, isn't, isn't Dyson a bit? Isn't Dyson a bit Brexity? Like because I actually have a Dyson as well, and I remember talking to someone as I was on my way to buy a new Dyson to replace the Dyson. They're like, you can't buy a Dyson because of his stance on Brexit. And I just went and bought pretty much the exact same Hoover I had before because I had the yeah, I mean, come I on. I didn't Google what his stance on Brexit was, but I've had a not, big not, union jack on it. Come on. You're, you're not not using an air blade, are you? Because you want to remain. Yeah. You can't go around with, yeah. You, you, it would take a real Romaniac to go around with wet hands in the pub just because they're like, <laughs> how many pints are slipping out of your, slipping out of your grip? In just your weather, weather spoons. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he said, what? Oh, no. Oh. Oh, come on. So, um, so what, what, what are we saying here? 
we're saying you just we're saying buy a shark this podcast is sponsored by shark hoover <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> use code uh bigger boat for uh two percent off at checkout um i think i think what you said is a great is a great idea d- d- like split the split the load make it a team activity people are always looking for like date fun date nights <laughs> she does a bit of the, the vacuuming. You then put it away. It's an activity you can share it's together. You're both invested yeah. in exactly. Yeah. Because I also mean, as well, and, and again, I'm being very. You know, I'm trying to be very judicious around this. But the she likes to vacuum, which is very kind of her to do it all. I wonder if we spoke to James's partner whether or not she'd say, "I just love vacuuming," <laughs> or if she'd say, "If I don't do it, no other fucker will." You know. Yes. Uh, and yeah, I feel like so. I, I feel like if there is a job that you don't particularly like doing, that someone else is doing. And there's a little bit of extra cleanup at the end. Just, just like the Dyson, just suck it up. Very nice. Thanks, mate. <laughs> uh, are we sponsored by Dyson now as well? We're also sponsored by Dyson. It's really, yeah. <laughs> of all <Okay>. the weeks. <laughs> yeah. Such conflicting. Just like, just like the Brexit vote result, suck it up. <laughs> um, <laughs> you lost, get over it, Dyson. <laughs> right, okay. Beef three. My partner cheats on me all the time. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, here's something she doesn't like to do. She doesn't like to go to the end of the garden to hang washing out. Brackets, the garden is quite long. Ooh. Humble brown. Mm. Good for you, mate. <laughs> Someone's doing pretty well. Um, I have suggested I will bring the rotary line closer, but she doesn't like that idea. She then decides to hang the washing on various chairs or miscellaneous garden equipment that is nearer the back door. It then often falls on the floor, meaning she wants to rewash said item. Mm. This is a tricky one here, isn't it? Because so this is still outside. The, the, the sort of utensils she's using are still outside, but yeah. just not, not she's the using garden designated. chairs and miscellaneous garden equipment. A lawn, a mower. You're not using. You're not hanging. A surely, rake. <laughs> what, what my God, surely you're not hanging your smalls on a hoe. That can't be happening, can it? <laughs> no, no, don't hang your smalls on a hoe. Yeah, I reckon if you prop it up against the wall, the little kind of fingers coming out. A rake. If you get a rake, a rake. Yeah, I could picture that. You could. You I could see, use it as coat hooks. I think if you've got a, a, a trowel, maybe you could use that to keep the shape of your shoes if you've put your trainers in the wash after Absolutely, 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 absolutely. So we're putting the yeah. trowel in there. So the, it, yeah. some of it some of it probably works really, really well. A rake <laughs> could have a rake could have eight socks on it, right? Of course. Beautiful. Well the, one of those one of those like horizontal rakes, but I'm thinking of one of those like you know, those forked out buddies. Yeah, yeah. Your, your wire spread ones. Oh yeah, that's what. Well, how many how many prongs has that got on it? Do you reckon? I was thinking about banging that into a t-shirt. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. Just it around a little bit. Spread it around a little bit. Yeah. Keep the birds off your lawn. Stick yeah. a sock on a swing ball and just whack it around a few times like a big Beautiful. outdoor salad spinner. Air it Beautiful. out. Air it out. This is working. Yeah. You're getting a workout, guys. I'm coming round. It's <laughs> I mean, not a bad now, system. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm inclined to say, go and buy more garden equipment. <laughs> and, and see what you come up with get yourself down to the garden centre and obviously what you don't want to start going because when you go to the garden centre the temptation is to get the water feature you know don't yeah. get anything that's going to no, dampen gonna, the clothes it's, that's, it gets you know, anything more wet at this point no, yeah. no yeah. but absolutely get yourself you know you could get yourself a, a few stone cherubs that don't squirt water out of their genitals and just have a bit of fun <laughs> with those I think this is good luck finding those <laughs> Those cherubs bloody love squirting water out their genitals, <laughs> let me tell you. 
It's true. You Born to do it, they're made to do it. You um, give them half a chance, and that's what they'll be doing. Um, is I mean, like, is the other thing this thing of going? I've suggested I bring the rotary line closer, but she doesn't like that idea. We we should explore that, shouldn't we? Yeah. So isn't James? Isn't shouldn't there be a why behind that? Because that's the answer. He's thought of the answer. She doesn't like that idea. It would I guess it'd ruin the garden being closer to the house. They're not particularly attractive items, yeah, are they? Yeah. No, that's nice. true. Bit of an eyesore. Yeah. So is, is that is that the problem? Is it the the? But the, the thing could is, you, could you jazz up the rotary line? Could you make? Could you do a paint job on it? Make it look like a fucking tree or some shit. <laughs> go go, go on natural on it, yeah. As if it, it's just part of the scenery, yeah. Arty it up a little bit. <laughs> just an absolutely needlessly aggressive description of jazzing up a rotary line. <laughs> I would love to see you. I'd love to see you on ground force, like a really, like I don't know, some fucking. Uh, we'll stick some fucking yeah. fucking crazy paving over that fucking corner over there. Just like <laughs> we're on a de- on a deadline, man. The real pressure would kick in. Just start losing, I mean, get, absolutely losing like, my shit. The way I think here is we just we dig all this bit up. We put vegetable beds there and some cunting decking over in that side. But I mean, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I like what we've come up with there, which is lot, by go big on the garden equipment and yeah. Yeah. Let, let, let it create. When does yeah. a garden then become a grotto? You know, like yeah, that's true. Like, if you've got, like, when kind of fairy Sa- when Santa's situation. in it. Well, the, this is. The, but the thing, my my uncle had a had a grotto in his garden that was like it was. It wasn't just. <laughs> that sounds like that sounds like a lie that a primary school kid would say. Yeah, <laughs> my uncle's got a grotto. Yeah, but it wasn't yeah. a grotto. It, okay. wasn't like a, it wasn't like Santa's grotto. It didn't have like a little was, a little shed and like sort of fake snow and elves running around. It was like he would have um, he would he would go to the seaside and get shells and like push them into concrete and like make little kind of like. Um, what do you call it, like a mosaic out of shells? Yeah, yeah. So he had that. That that was his kind of that was his kind of grotto. But it also had loads of like stone figurines and stuff. It would have been a perfect place to if you've done a big wash. It would be a perfect place to oh. dry out your clothes. Did um, he did he set like did he set out to make a grotto or did he kind of start making something and it didn't really go to plan? And he was like, oh yeah, no, it's a grotto. <laughs> Yeah, did he just have a, lo- a load of shells? And he was, I mean, he could have just been clinically depressed. I don't know what was going on with the man. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> doesn't sound healthy. It was good. No, it was like it was, you know, there was not to, listen, there was not a lot to do in Ireland in the 80s. Um, and so, you know, like he had a grotto. Stick shells in your garden and call it a grotto. Yeah. yeah he, he sort of set shells. In, but, you know, as kids, when we went to visit on our holidays. We'd love it. Get to explore the grotto. It felt very, ma- it felt very magical. <laughs> You know. Explore the grotto. Do a do a quick lap. You're in and out in eight seconds. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. It wasn't a huge. It wasn't a huge garden. <laughs> that uncle, Once uncle. you've seen the shells, yeah. Uh, well, Still got the shells. Have you, uh, you've gone to the gift uh, shop, Uncle Johnny. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. I think we've explored it now. Is it still there, the grotto? Well, uh, no, unfortunately, because both my uh, aunt and uncle have passed. They they've sold the house. So I'm assuming the grotto went. Um, and, that could have uh, added added tens of thousands onto the well. We're the talking about. Price. I think I believe the house in the end was sold for something like twenty grand. 
That's, that's <laughs> wow. so like, I don't know if- I don't, My I, shark I, genuinely costs more than that. <laughs> I don't know what, yeah, I don't know what. what. I think in, in, in the end, there was a real sort of to-do over, you know, who was going to get which bit of the money. And then when the money yeah. came in, they were like, yeah. actually, it just doesn't really matter. Well, the grotto, the grotto, the grotto knocked a hundred grand off the asking price, didn't it? <laughs> that's just, that's how shit that grotto was. It was a was. deal breaker for a lot people of people. Like, look, look, the house is amazing. There's five bedrooms, double glazing, it's brilliant. But yeah, if you do look outside the back garden, yeah. We got to level we, it. We, we will be comp- we will be compensating for that. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's the creepy grotto. Everyone. It's, one, it's something you very rarely see on Selling Sunset. You know, they very rarely do, do the girls have to explain away a grotto. <laughs> They're always telling you that Lady Gaga lives just across no. over there. They never go. Oh yeah, Uncle uh, Johnny used to live here. Uh, These stones pressed into concrete. We can lift those right out. Don't you worry. We'll put a pool in. We've had the survey back, and uh, no, no damp. Uh, pipes are in great. Uh, no, unfortunately, we did find a grotto. So you may want to push back on the asking price. There's no way we can insure a property with a grotto. <laughs> yeah, all the curtains. We had that all the curtains drawn on the back of the house when we went to see it. And yeah, I mean that's that was odd actually. They made a really panicky noise when we said, "Can we see the garden?" But you know, we, we put an offer in because it's yeah. our idea. What's under our this tarpaulin out the back? Oh yeah, a load of corpses. Don't worry about it. It's fine. <laughs> oh. So yeah, it's a very good. How do we get onto that? But yeah, it's a very, it's a good point. Why? What is it about the, the back of the garden that is causing such a problem? What is it about what, moving the rotary? It, it was a good point. Why is it this cunt making his fucking rotary line a fucking tree? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. what's the fuck's his problem? This is it. Do you know what I mean? It's twenty twenty two. Yeah. Um, I I like. I think let her express herself across some uh, miscellaneous garden equipment. Yeah, yeah, it sounds so. like she's very creative, you know. Well, it also yeah. sounds like she's doing the lion's share of the housework because <laughs> she's doing yeah. the washing up. Um, she's doing she's the not vacuuming. sharpening the knives. She's he's not doing sure, no, he's the, sharpening he's the knives. The lion's share he's, of got, the, he's got his one knife sharpening. He's got, he's his, got his knife job. sharpening, and he's got. His I'm sorry, darling. I just I can't. I've got a lot of knives to sharpen. I'm afraid. <laughs> I've just got, um, yeah, you know, you go to bed, I've got a lot of work to do. You just hear, <laughs> well, happy anniversary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, thanks um, for the new rotary line. I won't be using it. <laughs> if you have suggestions on how to solve these small conflicts of mine, I'd be eternally grateful. I think we've sorted you out there, one, two, three. Keep up the excellent work, and hopefully I will convince my partner to come to one of the live shows in the future. Oh, she's not a fan. <laughs> Cheers, everyone. No, Bye, that, James. That, wedding, that, that marriage is doomed. There's no love there. You can tell. Yeah, that's what we found out. I didn't realise that we should have found out what kind of person she is. She's not a fan of the podcast. <laughs> can, can I just say that I think both the, the uh, both James and his wife are great people and I wish them the best of luck. Nice, nice, there you nice, go, nice. There we go. That's good. You see, you're learning. Well done. The training's kicking in. Beef solved. sorting out your beef. solved. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science, with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. All right, this is TV Remote Beef. This is from Georgia. Classic. This is via Beef Brothers Podcast at gmail.com. You've got you've to get in touch, guys. Please get um, in touch. Ed. Georgia says, Dear Pappies and lovely guest, I've been living with a friend for over a year. On the whole, she's an excellent person to live with. Very clean, quiet, and most importantly, works 50 hours a week in a bar, meaning I rarely <laughs> bump into her around the house. Right. A great result right. for my introverted ass, who lived alone for two years previously. Okay, okay. Did she say what the rest of her body is like? Is it just her ass that's introverted? It's just the introverted ass. It's, it's a, a kind of... It's an Achilles heel. <laughs> I saw that on Embarrassing Bodies, actually. Someone had introverted ass. <laughs> it's a kind of black hole situation, just <laughs> sucking everything in. I believe if you press your belly button enough, it will pop out. Yeah. <laughs> It'll pop out the other way. It's like those sneakers used to be able to pump up from the, uh, from the, from the tongue. Just, put, just keep pressing your belly. Your introverted ass will pop straight out. You'll get there. You'll get there. Uh, she goes on to say, my beef is that in our shared living room, she seems to insist on leaving the TV remote on the TV stand rather than somewhere within reach, such as the coffee table or the sofa. Every time I go in there, I will sit on the sofa only to remember that the TV remote is out of reach. And then I have to stand up in block capitals, walk over to then sit back down. Allow me to interject before your first solution. I can't yeah. talk to her about this. Oh, uh, wasn't going to be my first solution, but <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I can I cannot talk to her about this. Okay, um, as previously stated, I hardly ever see her. As I write this, it's been ten days since I last saw her, and that's nothing. I once managed to avoid her for over two months. When I do see her, we have long, important catch-ups. Have you quit your job yet? I dumped the man I was dating. I saw the creepy neighbour, etc., etc. I cannot simply slide a, what is it with you and the bloody TV remote into that conversation? Cheers by Georgia. Georgia, well, Georgia, Georgia. Well, well, she's on my mind. Absolutely. <laughs> she's leaving on a midnight train. <laughs> to get the TV. Yeah. Right. Oh. Well, there's... there's, there's there's right. two solutions, and I feel like I feel like I've really got to train myself not to say the first one. Yeah, which is, yeah. don't I, interject I, with I'm, any I'm, solutions I'm, here. I'm, I'm, no, I feel <laughs> the same way. And I, you know, like having having been given the written warning from James Early Doors, I can't just say, "Come on, mate." Think of your Fitbit and have a couple more steps. That's I mean, that, that was <laughs> yeah. that was Matthew one point zero. That was Beta Matthew. Yeah, that this was is Matthew two point oh. Yeah. How about getting yourself a uh, how about getting yourself a fun, like, poking stick to turn the telly on? 
Oh, <laughs> like like a long fun poking stick. Like a long fun poking stick, you know. If no, it's you know the I've modern day tellies, the modern day tellies don't wouldn't respond to a poking stick. I'm looking at my TV right now. I don't see a button on it. Yeah, it's a good point, actually. All right, well, yeah. what about what about a Come long on, poking granddad. stick with a with a with a little <laughs> d- downwards pointing finger on it that you can press the buttons on the remote <laughs> from the sofa? Like a, long a kind stick of lottery with, old national yeah, lottery advert. Absolutely, yeah. It, like, it could yeah. be you type finger. That's exactly it, and it it presses the buttons. Possibly, what you'll want to do actually is you'll want to equip it with a small camera in the finger yeah, nice. so you can see the buttons you're pressing you get right. a live feed to your phone are we about a drone yeah. maybe possibly a, dr- possibly a drone All I mean any any time I can suggest someone buys a drone always a good uh, always a good solution but yeah possibly get yourself <laughs> yeah, a little I, drone we should say we are, spo- we are hashtag ad we are sponsored by sponsored drones sponsored by Dyson's we drones. want more drones in the sky I want to fill this sky with drones as long as it's the indoor <laughs> sky you know, fill this <laughs> living room with drones. Um, but something that makes it makes the activity of either retrieving the remote or pressing the remote from a distance a little bit of fun. And you then know. it's a fun little story you can share with, with your housemate. But I, it, I've made this, and it's because of something that you've done that really pisses me off. But yeah. isn't it funny? It's passive-aggressive so craft is what it is. Yeah. I, I, well, I had a similar answer, but it was a bit more sly, which Ooh. is we're, we're coming into Christmas... So what you should do is pretend that a family member has bought you a remote control, either nest or little cushion. Oh, yeah. Uh, or right. Yes, yes. And Sorry, I thought like, like the nest was remote controlled. Is that, you know no, when you have to get worry, up the, and press the, the, uh, <laughs> the nest? Isn't that so annoying? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's not a remote control nest. It's a nest for the remote control. Of course. So it'd be like, it'd be like a little novelty deck chair or a Oh, that's little, fun. Like, uh, you know, like a, and you'd go, oh my God, my uncle bought me this. Yeah, you know, a little saucy. Fun, but she like, she's in she's in a, a bathing costume from the fifties, and she's holding a big remote. So, oh, I, d- I don't remember. I don't remember it being this big. <laughs> Along those lines, <laughs> yeah, and, it, and it's like it's bawdy. It's good, clean. Fun. It's got the it's sort of seaside postcard humour. Lovely. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, and oh, find my button. Um, and and you would you you'd kind of like put it there, and it's like, look, oh, we've got a place for the remote control here, that, and it's like, there it is. There's the remote control nest, and it's like, oh, what a weird gift. Let's give it a go. And then it's in the house. You've relocated where the remote control lives, but you've done yeah. it in a real kind of inconsequential. That's, that way. is excellent. That that's I think that's that's I textbook. Th- I think bringing back the uncle as well is a good thing to say, look, you know what it's like if we don't use it and he comes around the house, then it's just going to be, he's just going to, he's just going to throw himself into his grotto in a big way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My auntie won't we see, didn't him. see him. You know, like, exactly. Yeah. Like his, honestly, his grotto, he has, cause now all he can do is build up. And so he's, <laughs> you know, like he's basically building a big shard like structure. That he's the local stick shells beach on. is completely bare of shells. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. He's basically causing tide erosion now at this stage. Yeah. That's yeah. what's happening. It's yeah. It's I, I I feel like that's it. Blame it blame it on the uncle, but come up with a little a little nest. A thing. That is excellent, you know. Where do you stand on this, Ed? So I have um all right, so I'm looking I'm looking at my T V right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, can you focus on the podcast, please, mate? <laughs> so just go. France, Australia's middle of the World Cup. That's it. This will happen if you if you try to record result. a podcast. <laughs> Four matches a day. Come on. <laughs> the, yes, one, he had um, a grotto. Sorry, yes, I, I, no, I am listening. Yes, I, I'm a big fan of grottos. Grotto. That's all. <laughs> I've got like a little IKEA kind of cabinet 
one of those, you know, those sort of like old school style metal um, oh, door yes. things. Yeah. So I got a, I got a telly on top of that, and there's just a, n- a neat little convenient um, spot where I can just whack the remote in front of that. Oh, actually, I tell a lie, but then because you've got the doors, I whack the remote inside that. Right. It's gone. It's out of sight, out of mind. So your remote control is going back at the telly every time. It's living in its little um, prison. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's how I, I, I feel the same way. I think if I had to pick a side here, I'm with the housemate because I think you know where the TV remote is. This whole thing yes. of why don't you leave it on the coffee table or on the sofa, it's like, that's in the wild. It's floating. Yeah. It's going missing. Where is it? Yeah. At least you always know where it is. It's at the telly. You it's come the in, North you go Star. To the telly, yeah. You get back. Exactly right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's gone home. It's gone to where it should be. You're never going to accidentally <laughs> stick, a, like, uh, stick a grazia over the top of it or whatever and end up not being able to find it if you just have, course. That, have, that, have that place. Yeah. I mean, in our situation, it's got to be, it's on the, it's next to the telly, but it's on a high shelf next to the telly so the kids can't get to it. Very Basically, cool. that's that's that. Because you, you don't want them to watch cool. Australia, France. <laughs> <laughs> you will watch Poland, Mexico and nothing else. <laughs> So, but yeah, I think that I think that's it. You know, I'm, and again, I'm looking at the TV in in, in this room now, and there it, there it is. We've got the two remotes yeah. next to the telly, out of reach, but crucially because within reach of me. Having to go to the telly to get the remote control isn't as frustrating as not knowing where the remote control is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Once you're into a lifting cushions off the sofa situation, you'll be you'll be missing the glory days of having the remote control back where the where it's all where always. I've, is. I've just thought of a compromise though. Is it a drone? It's not a drone. It's it's it's, <laughs> even, it's it's less technologically advanced than a drone. But you remember, like when you used to go to the bank and they would have a pen on a chain. How about you put a chain on the remote? Attach it to the coffee table, so it's it, it's got a maximum radius, right? You you can only really use it from the seat next to the the coffee yeah. table, but at least you always know it's there. And then and you that could, way you could put the little um rem, uh, like vacuum cleaner retractable button in there somewhere. So when you're done, that's yes, it, yeah, smack on, it back in again on a little on a little stretchy a little stretchy bit of string. Yeah, yeah. Aren't we going back though? Weren't the original remote controls on a wire that went to the telly? Aren't we kind of taking it backwards? (laughs) Aren't we going backwards from where we are now, which is remote controls? Just listen to the radio. You guys, you've got to listen to more radio. (laughs) Read a book. Just read a book. Let's let's face it, technology's not for you. Easy, Crosby, easy. Don't don't start getting aggressive towards (laughs) Don't aggressively tell people to read books. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, no, okay, yeah, it's it's not, it's, it's crucially... It's not as good as as your uh, as your bit of a, a advice there, Tom, which is blame the uncle and buy a little deck chair. Yeah, novelty novelty body deck chair. Yeah, novelty body deck chair. Beef sold. Uh, as soon as this podcast finishes, I'm off to see if they exist, and if not, I'm, I'm patenting a remote control deck chair. <laughs> okay, so our free range beef. I say this steak is very tender, sir. <laughs> that, sir, is because it's free range beef. comes from Steve and it's free range canteen beef Steve writes hello we should just tell Ed quickly a free range beef means it's out the house it it can be in the anywhere it's in the the wild okay yeah it's it's out out there in the wild yeah and this this is set in a canteen hello pappies I have a bit of beef going with the guy who runs the canteen at work oof I've recently started working in a high school and one of the great perks is that we get a full cooked lunch every day Oh, my goodness. 
you know what I'm, I, I, I'm, I envy that I love a school dinners the food is yeah. great quality and after spending the last few years at home daily preparing lunch and dinner for everyone it's lovely having someone else do it for a change I just turn up and chow down but there is one guy there the boss I think who seems to have it in for me I've struck up a good rapport with most of the staff, but he always has quite a severe look about him and rarely speaks or smiles. A few weeks mm. ago, the pudding was individual banoffee pies. When I asked oh. him if there was... I mean, delicious, right? Yeah. School dinner banoffee pie. When I asked him if there was anything without banana in it, he scowled at me and pointed to a bowl of lettuce <laughs> <laughs> before looking away and serving someone else. <laughs> I think that's... A, well, okay, let's, we'll keep, let's keep going. Then last week, he took it too far. Beef and onion pie was on the menu. He was at the veg station. A dinner lady was dishing up the pie and passing the plate to him to put the veg on. He was serving the girl in front of me in the queue while the nice lady with a huge smile dished me out a lovely extra big portion of pie. As she passed it to this guy to add the veg, he was handing over a much smaller portion to the girl in front. She shook her head and said, I wanted the vegetarian. And with his trademark grimace, he just handed the plate to me. Instead, of proceed, instead, and proceeded to dish up something for the vegetarian girl, so he got the smaller pie, right? Hey, okay. I didn't move for a moment, looking from my plate <laughs> to the plate on the counter that had been intended for me. But a sideways look from him indicated that I was holding up the line, and I trudged off to eat my small pie. Maybe I should have spoken up. Maybe I should have a word with him. But he is preparing my food at the end of the day. I don't want him to do anything truly horrible to it. Cheers, everyone. Pie, Steve. Pie. Right. I really oh. hope he was saying that, like, as he sat down, he's really carving it. I should have said something. Should have said something. Next time, just going to say something. Come on, Steve. Come on, mate. You're better than this. Right. Okay. Now, right. now again pushing me to breaking point this <laughs> I mean, you did, I, mean yeah. I mean I, I mean it would be a hell of a thing if the guy had planned that little situation like, like yeah, if he'd yeah. gone this will fuck this guy off but I'm I'll gonna, get a vegetarian to be in front of him in the queue. Places, <laughs> like, everyone. He's going. He's coming. I'm going to do my best, right? I'm gonna, Truman Show syndrome. He's got like crisis on. actors there. Like I, I think, I think I'm going to do my best and talk to, talk directly to Steve, right? Steve, looking through your message, right? There are lots of things you say here where he didn't say anything or he did this with a grimace, or yeah. he looked like he was annoyed, or his look suggested that I was holding up the cue. Yeah, yeah, Steve, yeah. I have a feeling here, and I think, you know, obviously you're, you're a lovely guy, you've got a beautiful turn of phrase, I loved your message, well but I think you need to back yourself, be a little bit more confident. Don't yeah. worry too much about what other people are thinking of you. I feel like a lot of this might be going on up in your up in your old head here um, or your young head I don't know how old you are um, you're old enough, old enough to work in a high school and not be in the high school so let's say you're in your in your medium aged head um, <laughs> I I think uh, some of the you know I, I know what it's like if, if, if you feel like someone's got it in for you then everything they do becomes a, a thorn in your side and a dagger through your heart but I feel like a lot of these things are fine you know they're just you know it just so happened that the there there wasn't an extra dessert that didn't have banana in. You know, have a have a Yorkie on the way home. Uh, let's you know? be honest. He was no. He he was funny there. He, he was. Did he, a joke. You know what? That he did that, actually. That's, make, that's, that's this guy's got a deadpan face. You know, maybe yes. he's that's his. He's just that's maybe, his maybe, level of bounce. You know, he's I'm, got one I'm of those picturing great... like a yeah big big like billowy chef's hat. Yep. He's got a rolling pin in his hand. He's he's not happy. He is not happy that people are asking him. 
Yeah. I think he's like a Walter Matthau type, you know, like hand, hang, hang dog, dog expression, yeah. kind of like this movie star kind of grouch. But yeah. I think the big thing here is what we need to find out is, is he like, what I thought that story was going to be was the vegetarian in front of me, he told a joke to, he had a smile with her, he yeah. gave her a bit of extra and said, have a nice weekend. And then I arrived and he did nothing. Like, at the moment, all we know is this is a grouchy man. What yeah. we don't know is he's disdain, only grouchy yeah. with you. So can we get, you need to send through a few sample people or you need to talk to some colleagues and find out what their experience of this guy is because it feels like that's just him, man. It doesn't feel like he's doing it just for you. But then how can we test that? You know, Can we get a few people in, get somebody else in to do the banana line? Yes. Yeah. See, see how that I mean, plays. Dude, um, I've got sweet, sweet FA going on in my life. So I will, <laughs> I will come to this school. Yeah. I will, I will, you know, don my best. Uh, I could be a, a cool, very relevant. Uh, yeah, sixteen-year-old. I could wear. A, wear oh, well, a yeah, hat interesting. I, yeah, I could see. I'd, I'd put you in there as a sixth former, kind of like yeah, a, like you the, know, bad, the bad boy who's transferred situation. from another school. Uh, yeah. He's kind of cool and mysterious, but he doesn't like banana, and that's that's his kind of edge. That's his street edge, I guess. <laughs> But put me through the system, man. I'm ready to go. Yeah. He's been held back a couple of years. He doesn't like banana. He does like ecstasy. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's, the, he's the cool guy. And, uh, and, then, and then we'll see how you fare. You film it. We'll put some kind of hidden camera on you. Crosby will fit you with some kind of drone yeah. following you. <laughs> and then we'll, uh, we'll, we'll get the evidence that we yeah. can then show him. There he goes. I'll put you on the a big least chain. suspicious kid in school. <laughs> Put you on a big chain that's attached to the so desk. What, what's your <laughs> yeah. character in this? Because Ed's going to be a six former, and you're going in as a middle-aged man who keeps him on a chain. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no basically, the, cha- the, 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 the chain, actually, it won't be a chain. It will be a retractable thing, but as soon as it, things get too dicey and we need to drag him out of the situation, we'll press the button and they'll be yanked back into a van <laughs> yeah. and driven off down the street. Beautiful. If our cover gets blown, that's what will happen. With the press of a button, Ed will be yanked to safety. Yeah, um, yeah, but, yeah, I like it. But yeah, I think I think Tom, I think you're you know, once again I think you're right. I feel like this is a clash of personalities, but it crucially doesn't from this reading sound like he's got it in for you, Steve. It seems like he might be a little bit miserable at work. He might even just be like he might just enjoy being grouchy. Yeah. Plenty of people but, out there like that. But I guess this is the season, right? If you're ever going to this feels like it's kind of got rom-com written all over it. If, if there was ever a time to reach out and sort of bridge the divide, yeah, now's the time to do it. Share up, you know, sit down over a, a small pie and just have it out. <laughs> yeah. Or what, what about what about giving him a present? Yes. What about go, you know going because oh, you know as well there was there's a teaching adage when I because I I was uh, I was a teacher for a, for a few years and and there was a, an adage they said don't smile until after Christmas. That was a way of kind of instilling authority in in the classroom. Don't show like you know. Don't smile at the at the classes until after Christmas. You you have a term of seem like you're really hard, and then when you are nice to them, they're like, oh, he's actually he's actually all right. But yeah. you've already instilled. Don't, you've already- don't cry until Easter, and after that, it just nonstop. Don't it really freaks yourself. them out. Don't shit yourself till the summer term, and then let the floodgates open, my man. Yeah, unfortunately, there was no. Don't have a kid uh, ram a desk into your balls very very early on during the first oh, half term, and. Uh, 
Uh, that, but I mean, there was no. There was, nothing there was no makes r- you smile. Nothing makes you smile like that, does it, Chris? <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did. Don't I, smile. I, I, I smiled like smile. they would in in an eighties movie when someone gets kicked in the nuts. I smiled. I went cross-eyed. I fell backwards. Um, uh, it was yeah. It was. Uh, but I think that maybe that's what this guy's doing. You know, we're not yet at the we're not yet at the turn of the of the first term. You've only just started the job there. Maybe that's what he's doing. Maybe he's teaching yeah. you a lesson so that when he, you know what, on the on the day when he's serving out the veg and he gives you, you know, an extra scoop of carrots and peas, you'll be like, you know what, mate, I had you all wrong. And he's like, you know, and points to the points to the lettuce again because that's his, yeah, that's, that's, his, that's, his, tra- that's yeah, his that's his trademark. That's his, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's his leap motif. I mean, he hasn't said that, but that was the lettuce that they were filming to outlast Liz Truss's premiership. Yeah, he's just, and he's so got he his, was, he's got he his was finger really on the into pulse. that. He was, you know, it was satire, really. He <laughs> <laughs> was kind of like, he was just doing pointing, that to everyone going to a DVD it. box at, set of Have I Got News For You. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Is Paul it Merton? I mean, he's quite, like, he's, yeah. <laughs> famously quite grouchy. Um, right, I mean, yeah, I, 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 I think Steve just... I tell you what, I think is our a, a is pro- our answer to that beef higher ed as an undercover actor because that's my favourite one. <laughs> the rates are good. The yeah. rates are reasonable. Listen, certainly. What you are you know, charging Ed to be undercover for the day? So you get the free These lunch, days. right? Oh yeah, you're getting the free lunch. I'll I'll draw the line there. <laughs> <laughs> Great. 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 Okay. So Ed will do it for the free lunch. You bring Ed in. And see how this grouchy motherfucker <laughs> treats this young Responds. upstart. It will yeah. lead into a, a 17 again situation. I'm going to uh, end up making it onto the basketball team and just reliving all my yeah. dreams. But I'm so sorry, Ed, I was meant to be, meant to be helping you out. Sorry, you out sorry. We've got to pull you out. Like, but I'm, I'm the lead in the school play. <laughs> and Jenny's going to ask me to the prom. Ed, Ed you're in too deep. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Well, I think I think right. we I think we solved another beef. Beef solved. sorting out your beef. Solved. Ed, now you tease this at the start of the episode, mm. but what is the beef with the fish and ship shop below your dwelling? So, as you you know, as your instincts so rightly gauged you, it's to do with the smell. It's yeah. to do with the oh. kind of odor odor batter that we're dealing with. So it's. Um, Maybe like once a month, I want to say one day a month, the waft will start to come through the the floorboards, and uh, and you know that's fine when you're out and about, but when like during lockdown and stuff, oh, when yeah. every single breath that you take is like mostly <laughs> mostly nuggets, you're like, whoa, this isn't whoa. this isn't how I want my life to be, mate. Um, <laughs> but so I so I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna go sort this out. I'm going to, you know, much like the last guy, I'm going to go have a word with the chef. There's, there's probably no issue. I'm just going just gonna to sort this out. There's probably been a misunderstanding. So I kind of psyched myself up outside the chip shop, go in and say, hi, sorry, mate, is your uh, extract fan working? And he said, yep, all fine. I was like, yeah, nice, nice, cool, cool. So just so I bought bought two kebabs, <laughs> went, went back to my house. <laughs> Added to the problem. <laughs> like, it smells it worse. Um, but then I was a little, a little weasel of a boy and I, uh, I messaged my landlord because they own like the flat and the chip shop. They're the all-seeing eye in this situation. Oh, right. And I essentially 
sorry everybody I, I kind of dubbed them in and I was like oh please oh my my flat smells of chips oh please can you make it stop smelling of chips please um, and then my landlord got in touch with them and they had to like install a new fancy system oh, and then a no. couple and I was like okay well it's just done it's done you did what you had to do you're a little weasel for a day but your life is inordinately better that's fine yeah. but then a couple of weeks later I get a knock on the door and it's Ooh. the main like kebab man and he was like, next time you be a man, you be a man and you come to me. No, <laughs> you don't go to them behind my back. You come to me. And obviously, so I bought, bought another two kebabs. <laughs> I'll have 10. I'll have 10, did he please. Have the, did he have them ready for you? Six pounds <laughs> yeah, 50, come on. Straight into the face. I was like, how much? You, have you got change for a 20, mate? Just keep it. Keep it, it's fine. Um, so now there's like a kind of long running standoff where every time I pass, there's a big window that Fuck. I have to walk past to get into my flat. And there's always a kind of like... He's kind of like a Pacino-esque guy just standing in the window, just staring me out. And, uh, yeah, I'm just wondering, like, do I do I go back and be like, you know what, mate? What's done is done. Let's let, let bygones be bygones. But it's uh, it's sensitive. It's sensitive. And essentially, I kind of run into my flat every week. Have you bought a kebab from him since? Last time, I've sent people... I've sent guests to my flat to be like, you should try the, you should try the chips downstairs. They're great. So I've kind of indirectly given them business, but I'm too but, scared to go in there myself. But you haven't said, you haven't said, and say Ed sent you. You've not gone. No, no. I don't think they know my name is a thing. So they would just... Right. <laughs> well, <laughs> the fuck is he? Yeah. You know what? We, we really like this guy, Ed, but that guy upstairs, ass. <laughs> right. Well, I've, wow. got, I've got quite a problem with I've you. Got a, no, I've got a... I've got a... I've got a... I've got a... I've got quite a bold solution. Mm. And uh, but I think it will eventually work. Nice is that you have to turn your flat into a rival, better fish and chip shop. I, like I think that's what has to happen. It's already yeah, exactly. It's already smelling like a fish and chip shop. Cut out the middleman and yeah. make it smell of your fish and chip shop, and undercut them. Yes, yes. Because also uh, as well, you don't have to worry in, about the ventilation. There's no one above you, right? Is there anyone above you? There's a flat above us, yeah. Uh, okay, all right. Well, we're now we're in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> but if they if they also set up, if they the also shop. set up, then a little bit of healthy competition. Yeah, we're offering a kind of we'll have a little fun bougie twist on it. No, they no, can do no like the authentic work. stuff. No one's going to be interested in the middle kebab shop in that situation. Like no, you're going to be pissed. You're going into the ground floor, or you're up in you're at, you're at the garden. You know, me with a visor on, garden. crunching the yeah. numbers. The people yeah. they're just not coming. This business, <laughs> this business had it all. I see them walk you're past my front middle. door to get to the other one. <laughs> <laughs> they got the views up there. Um, I, I think. I mean, there's got to be some kind of showdown now, right? Do you think? Uh, in a, but in like a healthy way, like, and look, I know this has been my go-to for most of these beefs, but tis the season. Yeah, yeah I yeah, think yeah, what yeah. you got to what you got to do is you got to pick your right bottle. Our friend, do you know, um, do you know Camille from the Birthday Girls? No, she's, I don't. Um, so her, she's a friend of the show. Her father is a uh, he owns a kebab van. 
nice. a Turkish, very proud Turkish man, and he is also a judo black belt, and he trains. And so I'm really picturing this man as, as like your kind of guy. Yeah, like yeah, that's of, pretty much. Yeah, I'm picturing this very kind of this kind of very macho, very alpha. Yeah, kind always of, in judo uh, costumes, <laughs> <laughs> full judo, which is <laughs> which is mad because that really retains the grease. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. he can never get that clean. You should see him chop that meat though off the. Th- it's really. <laughs> oh my word! Stuff. Didn't stand a chance. <laughs> What I'm saying is like I'm, I'm thinking like um, some kind of like a bottle of ouzo or something like that, like some kind of clear <laughs> liquor. You know, like you go yeah, in, yeah, yeah, nice and cloudy. Like, yeah, you're talking like twenty five quid kind of. This is the big stuff, or like a, a good vodka. Yeah, I would, yeah. I would say walk. like check where he's from before you buy him a Greek beverage. I would just yes. say really. Yeah. I, don't think really. I would say yeah, I like the most like, famous Greek drink. Just check yeah. he's not a Turkish bloke <laughs> or a, a or a Cypriot. Like, you know, like make sure good, you. Not like a limoncello. <laughs> so yeah. like, like, like go in <laughs> from and like, my, put it down. From my culture to yours. <laughs> Please accept this. Please this accept limoncello. this WKD. <laughs> Please accept this baby sham and have a delightful Christmas. <laughs> check me out on TikTok. Um, go in and like. Put it down and be like, look, happy Christmas, happy New Year, New Year, you know, bygones, shake his hand, yeah, order a kebab, and then out you go. Yeah. Like, I think like something like that where it's like, I don't- It's a gesture, isn't you, it? Yeah. It's just a gesture and it's Christmas and it's like, stick a little, one of those sticky bows on it so that it's not like, oh, I'm giving you this to make up. It's like, it's Christmas. Yeah. Here's a drink. Yeah. And the way I, I envisage the shop. it- yeah. He's like, yeah, you go, and you go to walk out the shop, and he goes like, my friend. You turn around, and he's already put two glasses down, and he, he pours you a shot. He pours himself a shot. You walk back in, you clink glasses. Hot oil in the, the face. The <laughs> 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 oldest trick in the book. <laughs> Prison style. Yeah. <laughs> Boiling water and sugar. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then like you know it's kind of like there's that respect mutual yeah. respect you could leave with your head held high and it feels like that's the kind of gesture this man would respond to that's yeah what, that's, what, that's how i see it can i, I ask like how, just, long, how long ago sorry ed how long ago was the be a man chat how so long that ago was that was maybe i want to say september 2021 so we're looking at about 15 oh, we're looking oh, at about oh, 14 you, months you've okay. had a little while to become a man and why yeah. don't you pretend that you've just turned 18 yeah <laughs> I put my same high school outfit on again I you, you grow a moustache <laughs> in time for Christmas is it too late to do Movember right at the end of the month <laughs> um be be a man and then oh man and you've not been in the shop since (laughs) yes which is what a man would do is run away from the situation yeah it's hard now it's hard now to be a man (laughs) maybe this man needs to learn that sometimes being a man means showing you're vulnerable yeah Merry Christmas yeah Yeah. (laughs) then walk out of the shop slowly disappear (laughs) <laughs> Roll credits slowly up into the sky <laughs> leaving, leaving behind a vacuum cleaner Big vacuum cord <laughs> Caught on a door <laughs> But my vacuum's wireless oh. Sharked himself up into the sky <laughs> um, Yeah, I want to see that I want to see that moment or I'd just like get, to see that moment Get, get hammered 
and get in there and order a big kebab. Yeah, maybe that's the angle. Yeah, yeah. Let the, let the drunk talk do the work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, basically, <laughs> basically I think whatever, whatever, whatever idea you, we've come up with, it's got to be you've got to go back into that shop and speak to him again. You've got to go back in the shop, so. man. Yeah, yeah. Whether yeah. you do it with the intention of getting him drunk or whether you do it when you're drunk, I reckon. I think your, I think your first instinct was right, Tom. Uh, yeah, wrap, um, wrap a bottle up, and and then of course, inside as he unwraps the bottle, just inside a little flyer saying, "Opening January 2023." <laughs> upstairs fish flat. and chip shop <laughs> 20% off coupon <laughs> fish and chips done right for man- manly portions <laughs> beef solved beef solved cheers Ed thanks for helping us get through all of those things that A was pleasure. amazing thanks so much for having me how do you um, feel we did though? Like, I mean, I, you know, as as an outside observer, how do you feel uh, specifically? How did I do on not rinsing all of the guests? Was I was I did I did I see what if if you'd written in to the podcast, would you have felt happy to listen again? I think, I think you're at the, the hand of the hand of reason. There was nothing too uh, yeah great, nothing too uh, outrageous about it. I think you. Um Judged, judged it just right. Thank you. That's exactly what I needed to hear. Well, the same. <laughs> right back at right back at you, Ed. Um, <laughs> thank you for not Janine harooning it. <laughs> Next time. Next time. <laughs> um, is there anything you want to plug while you're on the show? We're doing um, the Crybaby Boys. We're doing our um, Edinburgh show, which Tom, you came to see. Tom, oh Tom you came to see on like the third day when there were about 12 people in the audience and nobody laughed. And there was a point where you laughed at a joke and the two people in front of you like turned round being like, excuse me, I'm trying was, to watch this show. <laughs> I was laughing so hard. And I was like the only person laughing and it was really making me laugh even more. But it was such it was a so, funny show. It was Fucking so sad. Hell. But yeah, we're, so we're doing Bagbeard at Soho from the 16th to the 21st of January. And that'd be good fun. Um, I cannot recommend that show enough. It could not be more up my alley. Uh, so if you like really smart, silly comedy, go and see it. I mean, so if, and if you're a, if you're a sketchhead, I mean, this is we were we were looking up at the at the Pappy's boys, being like, yeah, this we gotta we gotta get up there. We gotta we gotta <laughs> put some, we gotta put a plastic bag on someone's face and try and make a show. Yeah, this. I, I mean, I, it's it, it's Bagbeard is the name of the show, right? Yes, yes, yeah. And uh, it's three of you, and one of you is just you. How, like, how did you decide who wasn't going to be in the publicity? Basically, how did you decide who wasn't going to get uh, to you know stand next to their poster in in Edinburgh? And, yeah, you know, exactly. It's all it's all written into contracts. So like, uh, yeah, it's featuring James Galt with Michael Clark and Ed Jones. That's the right, that's okay. the yeah yeah that's <laughs> that's, that's what we're going for. Um, yeah, I mean, well, but we had like we did a show years ago. Um, where we were playing like goblins that made dreams, and oh, it, uh, like it, kind of thing. it wasn't a rip roaring success at the time. <laughs> um, but uh, but one of the little sort of nuggets that came out from it was uh, James put a, a plastic bag on his face and was like, "Bagbeard, what do we think?" <laughs> and then we didn't have another good idea for another eight years. <laughs> we were like, okay, well, we'll t- I guess we'll just do that. <laughs> oh, guys, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, look, it's June. Edinburgh is two months away. We're doing Bagbeard. <laughs> Plenty of time. Bagbeard. We've got a, <laughs> it's Bagbeard. 
it's the, it's the deadline for for the for the brochure. We've got to send something in. <laughs> Bagbeard, let's just send in Bagbeard and see what we come That'll up with. Fine. That'll be fine. That'll be fine. No one's going to come anyway. Yeah, <laughs> Parry might show up. Um, but brilliant. Yeah. So that's that's Bagbeard Soho Theatre from the uh, the is it the, what the nineteenth to the sixteenth to the twenty first of January. Yeah. Soho yeah, Theatre. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Do go and see Crybabies and oh, check Ed out yeah. on social media really funny videos i think your videos oh, are absolutely you, brilliant they're really really great the um, um the i just always love the little response um from occasionally you'll just get uh like the, the real hardcore indie boys will leave a comment being like indie music was nothing like this it was <laughs> yeah, nothing yeah. like this <laughs> i'm sorry boys <laughs> it's just a joke sorry, guys lads. come on chill out <laughs> sorry lad. they're uh, you know like you know, like people who are still fighting the Vietnamese War, they are still yeah. fighting the Britpop Wars. They're still, you know, like <laughs> they still, you know, they've never quite got over Blur versus Oasis, the rock exactly. the country house, and they're just, you know, it's, <laughs> it's absolutely deathly serious to these these guys, um, and they are all guys. Um, oh yeah, hundred oh, yeah. percent. Yeah, yeah. 100%. <laughs> um, Ed, thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure having you on. Thank you so much, my dudes. There we go. What a treat that was. Beefs were solved. So many beefs were solved. Desperate to know uh, what goes on with Ed and the kebab shop man, uh, the chip shop man. <laughs> really, really want to know. we got to find out. Fascinating stuff. Is he going to man up in 2023? Is he going to be a man? We'll find out. We'll have to find out. We'll have to get Ed, <laughs> have to get Ed back with a report back on, on yeah. how that goes. I mean, you know, there's every totally. chance you walk past a, uh, a kebab shop and you see uh, a sketch performer going around on a skewer with someone slicing Imagine. bits off him yeah, yeah. oh poor love um, anyway uh, have, a, have a wonderful time everybody we are back next week with a, a, a festive you know what we, we're going into December now so every the next three episodes are all going to be festive specials amazing here we go. We've got a festive house meeting, which is going to be a lot of fun. We've got a festive uh, Beef Brothers Cold Cuts, which we're recording live with James Acaster. Don't forget, if you have a Christmas beef, a beef with someone you live with or someone you spend Christmas with, that is festive-related, yes. Christmas-related, send it in, beefbrotherspodcast at gmail.com. Please do send it in. Uh, and and uh, the three of us and James will be solving that. And then we've yep. got the festive Flatchest Slam Down uh, to take us to the end of the year. So of what course. a month you've got ahead of you guys. Exactly. And I can't stress enough, if you want to feel even more Christmassy, my Christmas film is going to be on Prime Video on oh, the yeah. 2nd of December. Yes. Uh, it's called Your Christmas or Mine uh, with Asa Butterfield in it. So please do watch. It'll be on Prime Video on the 2nd of December. You know what? What a fantastic double bill that would be. Get yourself some Advocar. Watch Tom's film in the afternoon. Time it so it stops yeah. at about half past five. Then join us for a Beef Brothers Cold Cuts and a Flat Share yeah. Slam Down. A perfect Amazing. Sunday. File that under perfect Sunday. Finish it off by watching the film again. Finish it off by watching the film a second time because it's the got it's got layers, man. You know, with a, <laughs> with a parry script, it's not just you know, it's not all surface. No feeling. You, you have it's to this... watch it twice to understand it. Yeah. But in a good, like in a yeah, good in a, way. Not yeah. in a, not in a, it's confusing and badly made way. In a, in a, it's, <laughs> no. it's just it, it's a gift that keeps on giving. It's constantly rewarding you. And um, interestingly enough, um, and Tom doesn't like to say this, but every line was improvised by the actors. 
Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> why, it's why it won't get nominated for an Oscar for best screenplay. It's yeah, because you forgot to on the on the first day they said, "Well, we can't wait to shoot this film, Tom. Where's this screenplay you've been talking about?" And you were like, <laughs> "That's not how I work, guys. That's not my process. That's not my process at all." <laughs> but yeah, I'm very exci- I'm so excited to see it. Really, really exciting. The so ca- all the cast are wearing earpieces, and I'm improvising into their ears. <laughs> A lot of people are taking their tops off, I can tell you that now. Why is everyone wearing shorts? It's Christmas, for fuck's sake. It's more like an episode of Nightmare. Uh, Left step, left step, right. Walk through the door, walk through the door, walk through the door. Say Merry Christmas. Okay. If that's not a tantalising taste of the dialogue, somebody walks through a door and says Merry Christmas. I don't know what what is. Merry Christmas. Okay. (laughs) Great closing line. Spoiler alert. That's how it ends. (laughs) Merry Christmas. Okay. Someone gives you a thumbs up. Walk through the door. Walk through the door. Tom walks on and goes Um, and cuts. Not supposed to do that. It's not really his role, but he does it. Um, But yeah, and we'll stick. We'll stick notes. We'll stick all of that in the in the show notes. We'll stick uh, the the Patreon, a link to how to get tickets for this, a link to how to get tickets to see Crybabies in the Soho Theatre, and of course. the all the details of Tom's film. Uh, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Uh, okay, have a wonderful week, everybody. See you next week. Today's episode was produced by Emma Corsham. Corsham team. team. Cheers, everyone. Bye. Coming soon to a Patreon neighborhood watch roll call near you. Please be upstanding for the event of the year. She walks down the stairs, pops up on the table, and then suddenly her hair starts to glow. (laughs) (laughs) There's no one else in the room, though, to see it. It's the tragedy of Caroline Perslow. Coming soon to a Patreon near you. Mm. She goes through a door. She says, Merry Christmas. Okay. (laughs) It's a heartwarming tale for the whole family. It is, of course, Emily. Coming soon. She walks through a door. But it's it's the wrong door. She walks back through the other door and she's completely lost. Oh, bummer. She tries to think of another plan, but she's too tired. It's not a good film. I feel like quite a lot of your own uh, your own situation now is is coming through in the in the Patreon roll call. I'm trying to improvise, movie. but Starring I'm too Louise, tired. Louise Summers. <laughs> sorry, Louise. Sorry, I'll let oh, you get dear. that. Let you get a shot of that again. Oh, Louise Summers. Oh, oh dear. Coming soon to a Patreon near you. She goes through a grotto. She meets Father Christmas. She says, compliments of the season to you. And he says, get out of here. It's Boxing Day now. That's the tragedy of Stephanie. How?
coming soon to a patron near you. She, she goes, goes through a, a door. door. She walks she into walks a grotto. Into Santa Claus says, get, get out of here. Kid. I've checked the I've checked the list. You've not been nice. You've been naughty. She feels upset. So she calls her friend. And her friend's name is Liam. Liam Doherty. Doherty. Merry Christmas, okay? Um, Merry Christmas, okay? That concludes today's Patreon Neighborhood Watch roll call. Okay. 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 Yep, happy with that. <laughs> Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.